Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast. This is actually episode number three, show number three. I'm your host, Chris Williams, sitting here with my guest, with my partner, with my mans of them, Jason Roberts. What's going on, Jason? Not much. How you doing? Doing all right. You can follow the Cleveland Phantom Podcast on Twitter at CLE Phantom Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at CLE Phantom Pod. And just so you know, you can also download and subscribe to the Cleveland Phantom Podcast currently on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Uh, before we get started today, just to let you know what we're going on today. Um, going over the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs game in week one, tough loss for the Browns. Uh, talk a little bit about some highlights in week one, biggest disappointments and surprises going around the NFL and our way too early week one MVP in the NFL. And later on, we'll do What's Your Fandom. Uh, if you're first time joining us, with this, uh, What's Your Fandom is, uh, could be anything. It could be a TV show you've seen, a movie you've seen, a game you've seen, a game you played, somewhere you went, somewhere you ate. could be literally anything that you're a fan of this week. Um, before we get started, Jason, 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 did you get a chance to see a lot of games? Yes, I did. That's what we want to hear. As long as the NFL ratings go up, everybody's happy, right? Yeah. I mean, the ratings are always going to be high regardless. It could be the Jacksonville game. You're still going to get that big rating. Yeah, but you got to realize, the <laughs> NFL is a monster. You could, like I said, it could be the, the Jets, and you're still going to get a big rating. I mean, let's just keep it real. It's only one thing that I say the NFL may ever back down to, but they're going to fight them. Who's that? Disney. Well, we know five years from now, NFL and Disney could be joined at, for a partnership. Yeah. <laughs> just stream games it, on it, Disney it, it, Plus. It'd just be Disney and Amazon for you to watch NFL games or something. Yeah. Or or since, you know, they want that CBS Paramount Plus. You oh, know? man. Yeah. Yeah. Or Peacock, you know. just <laughs> there's, there's so many options. Does Fox, Fox have one? Yeah, they do, but I forgot what theirs is. It's not um, well, really well. I ask because I'm not sure if Fox has one or did anything Fox related merge into Disney's since Disney bought Fox. I don't know. Well, then never thought about it. Yeah, and then you know ESPN Plus. So yeah, you really could come to a day soon where watching games on you know just regular old TV is obsolete. Like maybe not a thing of the past, but. Maybe two out of ten people watching on regular TV, and eight people just streaming that, streaming that, streaming that. So, question: How much is the streaming service for Disney? Uh, I believe it's six a month. So that went up to, let's say, thirty. You think people would keep it if they had the NFL package? They'll never do thirty. I don't think anybody would do thirty. I don't even think HBO Max would do thirty, and I think they're the most expensive one. Yeah, but when you're talking about you get all the NFL games, no matter what. I'm sure DirecTV Stream will have something to say about that. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, week one, Cleveland Browns made their way down to Kansas City, down to Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, First impressions, really, they played a pretty great game, had a great game plan. It's just that few things happened were, to keep it simple, the Browns beat themselves. And that's why people get mad at me because I always say it. 
Yeah, we ain't talking about that right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we don't want to make Jason seem right all the time. No, but the Browns beat themselves. Um, Chiefs 33, Browns 29. Baker Mayfield 21-28, 321 yards, one interception. He took two sacks. Pat Mahomes, 27-36, 337 yards, three touchdowns, and he also took two sacks. What's your first impression for the opener for Baker Mayfield? You know how I feel. I think they're waiting on him, and that's not good for Baker. I wouldn't say waiting on him. I would say he played a pretty well game. He uh, Okay, I'll give you this. He uh, Baker was showing he was very comfortable in the system. Year two, same system, same coach, same coaching, same players around him, same offensive line, you know, except for Dragic Wills, who got hurt, get well soon, so hopefully before the next game. But uh, he's very comfortable in the system. He showed that he wasn't – we've had past Browns uh, quarterbacks who had skittish feet, as they say. <laughs> I'm not naming no names, but you know who they are. And no, I don't know who Jeff Garcia is. Oh, man, leave leave them alone. <laughs> it's more than Jeff, Jeff Garcia. I don't know who Tun Couch is. I miss you. <laughs> man, you could, you could, the sad part is you could probably name about 10 more so-called yeah. skittish feet since 99 like quarterbacks. Litany of them. Um, but anyway, yeah, I felt like he, he, uh, he seemed very comfortable in the system. Yeah, he didn't score a touchdown, but, you know, he made some plays, made some big throws, made some good throws when he needed to, and we'll get to the, the one throw in a little bit. Um, That's the throw that didn't bother me. I'm going to go ahead and continue with some, some positives before we break this down to the negative part. Uh, Nick Chubb, 15 rushes, 83 yards, two touchdowns. I'll be on Nick Chubb seemed unstoppable. He was averaging five and 5.5 a carry. And, again, remember I said, first show, mm-hmm. you got a King Cobra and a Black <laughs> Mamba. Why are you not letting them bite people? Hey, Chubb and Hunt was doing doing their thing a little bit. They were switching it off, and, you know, this guy hit you for something, this guy hit you for something. This, and you, as soon as you, you know, try to get your bearings about yourself again, then this guy comes back and hits you again. As soon as you try to get yourself right again, then this guy comes and hits you. It's, you know. They were doing things, and that's really how they're going to run all year, more more than likely. I mean, yeah, Chubb might have had one or two more carries than he needed to, hence the fumble. But let's be honest. I, I'll throw this negative out there now. The Chubb fumble, that's an anomaly. That doesn't happen. And you know what? That's why I got mad at the Browns, because they didn't allow him to vindicate himself more violently than mm-hmm. I think he really wanted to. And granted, while I don't want to excuse it, it is an anomaly. It's not something that always happens. You rarely even hear about Nick Chubb fumbling, let alone seeing it. And sad part is, to me, that's the momentum changer. Um, Actually, to me, the momentum changer was not getting the points before halftime. The points before halftime and – uh, even though they did call up a decent little play that was probably 10 yards short. They almost yeah. got there. But, um, yeah, it just, the, the Chubb fumble was what started the uh, the little pebble rolling down the hill. And then, you know, this thing happens and this thing happens and then that pebble turns into a rock, turns into a stone, turns into a boulder, turns into, oh, here's the avalanche. And the wild part is 
people are so busy worried about the big boulder. Mm-hmm. That's not what kills you in the avalanche. It's all the small sediment that hits you. <laughs> and it just builds up. And next thing you know, you're buried. You it's, it's, it's like a volcanic eruption. It's not the eruption that kills you. It's the you know all the flying ash and rock there and everything else with the lava that, that tracks you down and... Yeah, you're so busy dodging the big thing that you run <laughs> right into all the little stuff and you get the same result. Uh, speaking of little stuff, hey, 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 Tyreek Hill. He's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Uh, no, but Tyreek Hill had a big had a big game, 11 catches, 197 yards, and one touchdown. But let's be honest, that one touchdown was luck because, okay. The punt? Is, is the Kansas City Chiefs the luckiest team in the NFL? Yes, because you know why? Because they, I'm going to say, if any other team, take away Patrick Mahomes, if any other team has a quarterback roll to his right, throw across his body 50-whatever yards downfield, you're getting benched or at least getting talked to, like, what are you doing? The only reason that worked is John Johnson got lost in the ball, and he was covering the play. He covered He covered. If he would have turned Hill. his back to Tyreek Hill, I'm saying, he was covering, that ball he, was his. He was covering Tyreek Hill, and... He lost the ball. He was just covering covering his oh, man. He lost Hill. I'm saying he 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 beat Hill to his spot. Bingo. But he was covering Hill. He lost the ball, and when Hill caught, you know, when Hill seen the ball in the air, obviously he turned his head, made the play. John's on was like, where where did that go? What 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 just happened? <laughs> that that was supposed to happen. And it won't. And again, things that normally don't happen. John Johnson doesn't get lost on a play like that. Yeah, and a wild part. There were, even in college, mm-hmm. several plays where people were on that right sideline. Right. And the receiver works his way back over towards the middle after getting the ball and scored. Yeah, that, is, that's that's yeah. just something that doesn't happen normally. Whether and it's when you keep seeing it, it's like, what's going on with this? But my biggest gripe with that game, like I said, Cleveland. Got to quit sticking with the script. Bury your opponents. Mm-hmm. No more. I mean, and that's then just even looking on Twitter, people crying on Twitter about the game had me in tears because all the excuses rolled out, but no one said the honest truth about the situation. Hey, man, it's week one. You, you it's, it's week one, and people been hyped for this for, what, seven months? You know how it go. Yeah, but do you know what happens when you start making excuses? You know Browns fans on Twitter, though. <laughs> they are the they most reactionary, yeah. crazy, angered fans you could possibly ever have, while simultaneously being some of the best fans you could possibly have. They're a rational lover, and they love them <laughs> to a fault. Uh, speaking of love, last year, oh man, he could punt the ball so good. He's one of the best punters in the world. Get to yesterday, because we're recording this on Monday, the thirteenth. Get to yesterday, Jamie Gillen. Again, anomaly. Oh, you know what I'm saying anomaly. Things that don't normally happen. Muffs the punt. Could he have? You know, pick the ball up and just do a quick little side punt or something, side kick or something like they do yes, in college. He, he was free. He had time to do that, but when he muffed that punt, the panic set in and he seen red literally because the Chiefs, Chiefs was coming, coming after him. And 
I, I just got to move. I don't know what to do, coach. I got to run. <laughs> I and, seen people, so I got to go. And then, I hate to say it, and then when he went to run, he ran the wrong way. If he would have actually ran straight, right, he actually had a block, and then he could have made it to the right and possibly got the first down. But he ran, and now the defense can see you. Hey, man, when, when you're a punter, um, you don't really think about that. Yeah. <laughs> you just think about, can I cast this? Like can saying. I get it off my foot? Can I place it where I want to place it? You don't think about, you know, if something happens, can I run? Because that's not really what's in their head, right? Yeah, and I can honestly say Browns will be okay, but the fan base, come on. Y'all got to hold your team accountable. No more excuses. Yeah, um, it's kind of tricky. Like, you want to give them credit for not not getting blown out like normal people would in Kansas City. We've Thanks. seen the teams that Patrick Mahomes has blown out. It's happened many times. It won't be happening for the last time. It's going to continue to happen because they're just that good. So you want to take that thing and be like, well, we played well. We only lost by, what, four points. We're almost there. But on the other hand, almost there is not what we want to do. Just happy Thank to be you. here is not what we want to do. Just, wow, we got into the playoffs in the first round is not what we want to do. You're trying to get to that next, next point. And that's why I keep saying that Cleveland fans have got to put the fire to this team because they don't realize your team is going to respond if you give them constructive and proper criticism. Being a Steeler fan in Cleveland is easy. You know why? Hmm. I don't got to hear the dumb crap of the diehard, ignorant Steeler fan. I'm absolved from that. Cause I could just stick with the facts of the matter that, hey. We'll, we'll, we'll get to your Pittsburgh Steelers later on, but uh, I can imagine, like, if, if they lost to Buffalo yesterday, the, you know, the tweets and the, and the emails and the radio calls that, you know, it's, it's the same way everywhere because it's the same way here in Cleveland. We know how it is in Cleveland. Something happens like Gillen muffing a punt, people go nuts. People go crazy. People want them to cut. One, one, one of them cut. One of them off the team. Like, like you can just pick up a great punter anywhere. Oh yeah, they 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 float every. Hey, Jordan Berry's free. Who's the Steelers? Uh, <laughs> I was saying like we 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 were talking about Gillen and could he run? We, look, that Reggie Hodges thing is a long time ago. Everybody can't do that. Unless yeah, Reggie Hodges did that one time when he ran it back in what is it, two thousand ten? Yeah. I think. Well, when Pat McAfee did it, it was scripted. They had practiced, they had practiced it, they had practiced it. They even made sure the situation <laughs> in the game almost fell down to the point of how they practiced, and guess what? Hmm. That's why it worked. It was they f- prepared for it to even fail. You know what's funny about you saying Pat McAfee and scripted? Because <laughs> you know where he works at now, right? No. WWE. <laughs> Color commentary. <laughs> wow. Because he's a Pat McAfee scripted. Anyway, um, so Nick Chubb, 83 yards, two touchdowns. Kareem Hunt had 33 and a touchdown. Landry had uh, had that one rushing play with 13. Well, he had a total of 13 yards and a touchdown. Najoku was the big uh, receiver of the day. 
76 yards as far as as far as yards, but Landry had five catches in 71 himself. That's and, why um, you lost to me. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, not a bad debut. Huh? Not a bad debut at all. He had uh, three catches, 69 yards. He had uh, one rush for 17, I think it was. But looking at that game, watching Schwartz, I'm like, this is the Odell package, isn't it? All of these yep. plays Schwartz ran was meant for Odell Beckham, who couldn't go on week one. Yep, and like I said, I hate to say it to y'all, the reason why y'all lost to me was... Odell not being available. Oh, Njoku. No? Njoku? Yeah. Why are you saying Njoku? <sighs> it's too iffy, man. He made his catches, man. Yeah, he made I, his I, catches, I can't, but guess what? I'm saying I can't kill him this time. He made his catches. Oh, I'm not killing him. But I'm going to kill him on consistency. It's, it's. I mean, for all we know, this is a new day. He could be. Come on, man. He, he had be. his body of work <laughs> is his body of work, and right now. Well, yeah, I. It's a like, it's a new day. It's a new season. I can't. I don't want to judge you on your past. Well, here, let me tell you how. Because I'm watch. hoping you improve over the off season. That's why I don't want to judge you on your past. Like if you had six drops last year. I want that to be two drops, if none, this year. Here, let me explain to you what I saw yesterday. And I'm talking about my own team right now. Every time Ben threw that ball to Eric Ebron, mm-hmm. I almost vomited. Why? Because Eric Ebron is five minutes more consistent catching than David Njoku. So I'm expecting to see that ball hit the ground, especially when it shouldn't. Perhaps. And like I said, <laughs> just like your running game is that Cobra and Black Mamba, you don't want to get bit. Mm-hmm. And Joku and his drops, prime example, them catches were all the ones that you expect to hit the ground. That one contested one where he literally was basically, if he would have farted, the DB would have knew what he ate. That's terrible. <laughs> but he catches those. Boo. But when he's wide <laughs> open and in full stride, that ball's going to meet the grass. Yeah, man. So that scares me. And like I said, it was the same watching my own team. I don't like seeing these tight ends who just can't make the tight end catch. They're making these wide receiver acrobatic catches. Mm-hmm. No, that scares me because guess what? Um... I forgot who it was. I believe it was the Patriots and the Dolphins. You see how that ball ping ponged off the people and then got caught by the DB? Hey, man, they're learning. <laughs> that, every time I see Ebron and Njoku catching a pass, that's what I envision. The ball mm-hmm. just hitting them and just going up when it should go down. Um, Going back to Kansas City, right? Yeah. Talked about Tyreek Hill having 197 a touchdown. Travis Kelsey has 76 and two touchdowns. Would you like to know the next best receiver on Kansas City? Hold on. Oh my goodness. I, I'm I'm just going for uh, receptions. I'll, uh, I'll go that way. Four. Who? Three. Who? Tied for three. Tied. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Mark Miko Hartman. <laughs> wow. Edwards Hilaire had three for 29. Miko Hartman had three for 19. If you take out Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey or Tyreek, you know, you, you're not going to take out both of them. I don't care what team you are. If you could be 
no, the Tampa Bay defense, the 2000 Ravens, the, the 85. You're, well, I'm saying. The, you know why they didn't get taken out. No, I'm saying you can't take out both of them. But if you can try to nullify one of them, Kansas City doesn't have the depth on, on their, you know, on, on, well, on, on, their, on their roster to. to no. Well, here, look, let when's me get last, to the I'm short saying, spot why them two did that. When, when's the last time you seen Demarcus Robinson and Miko Harbin beat you? And the point is. So I'm saying, if you can, you're not going to shut down anybody. But if you can reduce, uh, let's say Kelsey, Kelsey had six for 76. If you could reduce that to three for 40. No, that's not the killer. If you it, could it, get Tyreek to eight to seven for 100. Mm-hmm. It was the extra 97 that killed you. Right. And like and I said, that 75 came, came on that luck. And the main they're, they're reason very, all of this happened. They're a very good team, but they're a very lucky team, too. And let's just keep it real. Why did that happen? Bad luck and just overreaction. Yeah. And who am I talking about? Tell me. Mr. Junior, come on. Tell me. No, just tell me. Junior, you did trip over his thigh. You weren't trying to kick him. But because someone overreacts don't mean you overreact. Because always in the NFL, who gets caught? The second man. Well, you're referring to Ronnie Harrison, right? Yeah. I was going to get into this. Ronnie, well, Ronnie Harrison Jr., so you're right with the yeah. junior. Um, got ejected. My question is... Why is Greg Lewis not ejected? Because you know I, why? Hey, they didn't call it on the field. New York called him down Yep. after they reviewed it. So after they reviewed it, they had to have seen that Greg Lewis pushed Ronnie Harrison first. And I'm not excusing Ronnie Harrison because you, you push a coach, you're going to get disciplined. He's not going to get suspended, I don't think, but you're going to get some discipline in that game, which he did. He got ejected. At the same time, eject Greg Lewis too. Eject you know coach what? Greg Lewis. This – is Joey Porter's effect on the NFL. You always take it back to some stealer, I swear. No, for real. <laughs> you know where you've seen that before? Hmm. Think of a playoff game with the Steelers and the Bengals, and basically Joey Porter is the reason why Junior got ejected. Don't put your hand on a coach. It doesn't look good in the NFL, and they're going to overreact. Do I think he was wrong? No, but do I think he was wrong by the letter of the law? Yes, and, and that's what they got him on. Can we get one thing straight, too? Whether it's, you know, people on TV or people on social media, I'm assuming just going crazy. Know the difference between a punch and a push? Yeah, I mean. He didn't punch him. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the kids, I'm like, because if he would have punched oh him, God. he would have went down because he hit him square in the mouth. Ronnie Harrison punched Craig Luke. Like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. no, he didn't even fall down. He got pushed back. That's it. And uh, the the optic of it was it hit him in the face, and that's why he got ejected. Hey, man. If that would have hit him in the shoulder, chest, anywhere, it would have been probably offsetting flags. Just because Greg Lewis got loose glasses and they was all knocked around. And, and no. like I said, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it looked way worse than what it was, Absolutely. even on both halves. Because like I said, if everybody was really looking, I, when I first saw it, I was like, yo, he just tripped over his knee. And I stood up, walked away, because, you know, they got to sort it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm coming back, I'm like, 
oh, this idiot. And because I got coworkers screaming, no, nope. I said, listen, they're, they're kicking him out the game because he touched the coach and it looked like he tried to punch him. Everyone saw it was open hand, mm -hmm. but the problem was it hit him in the face. You're just making excuses. And I'm like, <laughs> and then two minutes later, what did the commentary say? Because their hand hit his face. Basically. So they're counting it as a punch, even though it wasn't. Like I said, they just went by the letter of the law, and that's what caught him. Um, <clears throat> let me jump to another positive real quick. The Browns did not punt the ball until 8.47 in the fourth quarter. That's why I'm In Arrowhead, on the road, in one of the toughest stadiums in the history of NFL because of the fan base, they didn't punt the ball until 8.47. Left in, left in the game. Now, granted, that punt turned into the Jamie Gillen, you know, situation. But that proves you're able to move the ball against Kansas City. You're not afraid of Kansas City. You're not afraid of Kansas City in Kansas City. And what did I tell you about Kansas City's O-line? They're not going to be able to run the ball on y'all, and y'all were getting pressure on him. Uh, Kansas City running the ball is very seldom anyway, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 14 carries for 43 yards, and that was your leading rusher. And that's... The rushing touchdown came from Mahomes. Yeah. Like I said, that's... And again, McKinley, don't ever put your head down. Tag McKinley? Yeah, he put his head down slightly, and he sidestepped him and ran it in. Yeah, um... I'm glad you said that. Going to the defense. Defense was solid. Yeah. I give them that. They were solid. They were much better than last year. Personnel changes, you know, scheme changes... Much better than last year. They only gave up 10 points in Kansas City in the first half. But granted, they lost the game. They gave up, what, 20, 22 more, 23 more points or whatever it was. But you go to Kansas City, you give up 10 in the first half. You're doing something good. You're doing something well. They just got to continue to build on that. And showing that the defense did not play together in the preseason, obviously. So yesterday was the first game the defense actually was together in live, you know, live rounds, live bullets, yes. real, real action. For what it was, it wasn't as bad as people may have reacted on social media because, you know, Cleveland fan calling radio, oh, tweeting out. Always, I don't even. Oh, my God, what is, you know, defensive coordinator doing? Maybe we should fire him. So like, it's one week. But do you know what? You know why? This is why I'm mad at Stefanski. I don't care if you don't put your offense out there in the preseason. Because you had so many pieces that came in that y'all were going to use with had blitzes. Like, what, seven new pieces on defense? Yeah, they should have got some playing time. Even if it's vanilla, they got to be able to get some form of taste in their mouth of fire. Yeah, on the plus side of that, um, you got some tape. You got some tape to study. You can study that. You can, you know, figure out what scheme works, what what uh, what formation works, you know, the A, B, C, whatever works for you, and get that ready in the practice and get ready for this week against Houston at, at home in Cleveland. Oh, that's going to be a slaughter. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> God almighty. Uh, like I said, the positives, this is just one of 16 games. You can build on this. You definitely can build on this if – Preseason predictions had the Browns losing, what, three, four games. If this is one of them, it is what it is. 
we'll see you again. And I'm pretty sure we will see you again. Yeah, but at the same time to me, I keep telling y'all, I'm going to be fair and I'm going to judge the Browns how I judge my Steelers. Mm -hmm. Stefanski, you better start getting greedy. You had too much. Greedy with the plays and the points, not Greedy Williamson. Thank you. (laughs) You better start getting very greedy. And you don't stop because they're having a hard time stopping you. Don't switch something up to try something new. No. Become generic, vanilla, and boring. And I hate to say the man's name, but Belichick is the king of, if you ain't stopping it, I'm not. They should have been so tired of misdirection runs with Chubb and Hunt. I'm saying it might have been the case of what you said earlier about you could have gave uh, Chubb a chance to redeem himself and get that yeah get that flow back going because you know he he didn't feel the same after that fumble. Thank you, and you can see it in his face, right? Because he you know, he doesn't fumble, so, so when he does, it's like what about like you remember uh, uh, Tyler? What do I do with my hands? It's yeah, like, he, <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I I don't know how to react after I fumble, and um. So I really think that. And I'm going to say it, Stefanski, you owe the city an apology. You lost that game. Nah. Yes, I, they did. No, I can't yes, put he it did. on him. Oh, I am, because you know why? Who's the head of the team? If you want to take it that way, sure, but I can't put that on him. No, who's the head of the team? Go ahead. The coach, right? Right. If that was Mike Tomlin, what are people going to do? They're going to eviscerate him, right? I don't know that. Come on, I, they eviscerated. I've, I've seen Ben get eviscerated many times. No, Ben earned his evisceration. <laughs> but I'm talking about just on a whole. Mm-hmm. Eviscerate your coach. That's his job. His job is to take your anger about your team on the chin. Well, it's because, you know, Cleveland fan, rightly so, love the coach so much. They're not going, you know, they're not going to tear him down. They're going. I didn't say tear him I'm saying, down. No, I'm saying, but the coach will get a pass. So. If I get the coach to pass, who am I going to blame? Well, which one of these players did something wrong? So I'm going to blame the player. I'm going to, you know, trash the player all day. Listen, Stupidly, but I'm going to trash the player all day. Do it the right way. Start eviscerating him positively. Like here, that that when we get to the Steelers and Bills, what do you hear I say about them? Go ahead. Um, last thing on this, well, close to the last thing on this, uh, negative. Baker Mayfield, the interception at the end. I just want people to realize – it wasn't the normal answer. He was trying to throw the ball out of bounds. He got tripped up by the by the chief safety, and he couldn't get no power on that ball. And when you can't, when you throwing the ball out of bounds, you can't get no power on it. It's gonna float a little bit, and that's exactly what it did. It yeah. floated into to the defender's hands, and that was the end of the game. But that's not the reason why you lost. Like I said, the no. the, the pebble started rolling downhill on Chubb's fumble. Yep, got bigger with Gillen in the muff punt. Got you know and. You know the Baker, the Baker pick just just sealed it. That was that was it. Yeah, that was the that was now, granted, all the debris knocking the door <laughs> wide open. Right, but granted, the uh, giving up the big play to Tyreek Hill didn't help at all either. But like I said, the luckiest team in the league right now, <laughs> Kansas City. Yes, they are. Um, one other point on Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm not gonna go long on this. You got certain radio people locally in Cleveland that think, oh well. You throw an interception in a moment like that, I don't think you can be worth $40 million. Aaron Rodgers threw, threw interceptions. Tom Brady throws interceptions. Dak Prescott throws interceptions. 
everybody throws interceptions. But Interce- you know what I'm saying? saying but interceptions are like closures and blown saves. All of them do it. It's just a matter of can you reduce when you do it. But you know why his interceptions seem worse to them? Because certain people have agendas locally that want him uh, come on, come out. On. They want him out, but. And they the say pre- they don't want him out. But that was never who they really wanted as quarterback. But we know who they are. And you know me. I don't mind putting them bums out there. But let's just keep it real. We're going to not do that. All righty. But here. (laughs) The problem was the previous regimes did not let this man get his interceptions the right way. With Hail Marys. Yes, there are right ways to get interceptions. Mm -hmm. You're going for blowout points in the first half. And you just throw a Hail Mary up. Hey, if it works, it works. If not, oh, well. We still have our momentum going. Right. All I'm saying is the man had over 300 yards. He had seven incompletions, one of which was that interception at the end of the game. I'm not freaking out. It, like I say, one game, 16 more to go. And one more thing. I'm sorry. Stefanski, the middle of the field was wide open. That's why I thought Austin Hooper should have been playing. They were begging for y'all to keep hitting them in the middle and run it down their throat. And y'all let him off the hook. That's why I'm blaming Stefanski. Yeah, uh, another thing before we move on. Um, for years, Brown's defense has given up big plays to tight ends. We know this. My question is, is this a Travis Kelsey thing? Or is this an all-tight ends thing? Because if it's just a Travis Kelsey thing and the defense has improved from last year, we don't, we, I'm saying we don't know that answer, so I can't freak out about that right now. That game yesterday was a culmination of Making a hype reality. Right. And now now it, look, if okay, Travis Kelsey goes off like that, it's almost expected. If the Texans tight end goes off like that, if the Bears tight end goes off like that, then we could talk about what problems we have. But I can't freak out after one week. I won't freak out after one uh, week. No, I'm not saying freak out after one week. But what I am saying is if you're a twelve and five team like I think they are, mm-hmm. Y'all better start blasting your coach and make sure he's coaching and delivering them 12 and 5. And honestly, they could be better than 12 and 5. They could be, you know, four loss, three loss team. It's just that, you know, if you like want to take said, a with loss. With the schedule and how everything is set up, if right. they went, let's just say they went 14 and 3, mm-hmm. it wouldn't shock me. But at the same time, going 12 and 5 ain't going to be underwhelming either. And people got to put some expectations and hold them accountable for it. Um, before we get off of here, move on to other games. Just know this. Cleveland Browns and Kansas City Chiefs will be seeing each other again. More than likely in the AFC Championship. And I honestly think you might have to get a home field advantage if you're Cleveland. Take 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 their crowd out of it. Take, take that confidence out of it. Because you know... A home game in Cleveland in the playoffs might be rowdier than Arrowhead at times. More than likely will be rowdier than Arrowhead at times. Just for greed of one. Right. Just that that hunger. That hunger is going to always be be scarier than somebody that that had it once. Well, basically what he's telling y'all, Cleveland, y'all should be so noisy that even a home team should have to ask you to be a little bit more quiet. Calm it down a little bit. I I can't get my place off. (laughs) Um... But, yeah, Browns lose, Chiefs win week one. Browns gave it away. Chiefs yeah, accepted. Yeah, All right. Chiefs win. Chiefs did not defeat them. Browns defeated themselves. There you go. 
Um, going back to Thursday, Dallas and uh and Tampa, right? Dallas beat themselves. Dallas beat themselves, but Dallas looked good. Dallas, you know, they can put up some points. Defense still shaky, but they can put up some points. My question to you is: Do the Dallas Cowboys have competition in the NFC East with Philadelphia? Oh yeah, Jalen Hurts putting up a putting up some numbers yesterday. I hate to say it, but um, Unc said they were going to be a team to be reckoned with, and I'm talking about Shannon Sharp. Philly is back, and people don't want to recognize it because they don't want to have faith in Jalen Hurts. Now, Jalen Hurts went, uh, was 27-35. He had 264 and three touchdowns. My, my other question regarding the Eagles, is that the Eagles good, or is that the Falcons just awful? Because, you know, the, the Falcons are going to Falcon. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me just be honest. It was 85% Falcons and the 15% that people didn't realize the Eagles had. So, when them two met on the field, you heard – come on. Remember I said I wasn't even paying attention to that game because I knew what was going to happen? Mm-hmm. It happened. I just want to see when the Eagles and the Cowboys get together because I'm telling you, that's going to be a bigger shootout than Tampa Bay and the Cowboys. Um, speaking of Falcons, Matt Ryan had 164 yards. No picks, no touchdowns, just 164 yards. It's not a, not a good day. It wasn't a good day because simple fact that that man could not hold on to that ball long with the Eagles' wide nine defense because they were going to smash him if he did. Now, the Falcons sticking in the NFC uh, South. James Winston, five touchdowns, zero picks, off of 148 yards. That never happens. But my, here's my question, sticking with the, the South, okay? Mm-hmm. Is New Orleans and Atlanta really what they showed yesterday? Like, I'm and saying, more. like, is, is New Orleans as good as they seem? Is Atlanta as bad as they seem? And more. Think Atlanta can get worse? And I think the Saints, the Saints can, get, can get even better. That's because scary. the Saints <laughs> is the NFC version of the Titans to me when it comes to defense. Mm-hmm. If they don't get sporadic at the end of the year, and who come on, who was the leading receiver for the Saints? Um, that's a good question. I don't see. I, I had it written down, but I, I don't. I don't see? remember because it was happening so fast. And they were playing on the opposite side of the 50 majority of the game. Uh, leading receiver for the Saints was Deontay Harris as far as yards. Yeah. Receptions, uh, you had a few guys tied with three. Adam Troutman, Jawan Johnson, and uh, Alvin Kamara. And you know why it's, it was hard for you to figure that out? Um, I hate to say this, but the MVP of that game, was the LASIK surgeon who took care of James Winston's eyes. He could see the, see the whole field. See he could clearly, see downfield finally. Now, granted, 148 yards, that's nothing to brag about. No. But How he the did way he played, mm-hmm. the efficiency of it, that's that's something to, to think about. Like, oh, wow, is this – like – in I don't know what you're in. Is this finally the James that you thought you were getting when you was you know you know what you got traffic? right there? You get the Saints from when they won their Super Bowl. 
every time they scored, did you see how more and more aggressive the defense got? It was almost like it's that they, momentum. They got that excitement. In yeah. Them, like, Even though oh, they man. were just out there, they just like, want to see what the offense is okay, going to do. Our quarterback ain't doing a lot yardage wise, but he's making plays. He's getting us touchdowns. Let's go out here and do something for him. There you go. Now, everything is just, remember I said that avalanche? Mm-hmm. Even the little things was hurting them. It, it was just out of control. It, that's, it took, that's an avalanche game. The game was over after that second touchdown because anything they tried to do was going to work, whether it was big or small, and it was going to affect you in a big way. Um, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Is Buffalo overrated? No. They are who I said they were. Mm-hmm. But guess what Buffalo's big problem is? Can you win without the run game? That's yeah. the, that's their real problem. Buffalo. And, and look, when I say run game, I don't mean Josh Allen. <laughs> Thank you. Can you win without a run game? And that was the worst team to try to prove you could. The Steelers were basically begging you to run on them because every time they gave that man the ball, I believe he was averaging almost eight yards a carry on us. I was so happy when they wanted to throw. Are you talking about uh, Buffalo's running back? Yeah. Yeah, Devin Singletary was averaging uh, 6.5. Come on. But here, again, can you win without running the ball? Now, this goes to Pittsburgh, too. Devin Singletary had 11 carries, leading rusher. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen had nine carries. Najee Harris had 16 carries. Neither one of these teams are really running, running the ball. We weren't running the ball because our O line got a jail. Remember, I said we got the NFL got five games. Before the Steelers figure it out, mm-hmm. they failed on the first one, and I knew Buffalo was going to fail because I just had a sneaky feeling that they thought they were going to bomb us out of that stadium. And I told you the Steelers are now designed. We're going to treat opposing passing games like baby seals, and we got a club. We're going <laughs> to slaughter your quarterback if you're dumb enough to try to throw it. Um, they gave us 51 chances to hurting. I was like, speaking of dumb enough to throw. Week one, you can't be throwing 51 times. I said, are you I'm saying, dumb enough? With, with an additional game, you're going to throw 50 times every every week? And Get a running game, Buffalo. And Josh Allen will be dead by week 12. Now, granted, as a Browns fan, I don't care. Don't get the running game. I hope he throws his arm off. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but for, if you're trying to win, you can't just throw, 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 throw. Here's a two-yard run. Throw, 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 throw. You can't. That's but it. you know why they did that, right? The national pundits kept saying the Steelers are ready to be passed on. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling everybody, no, we're better. They're high in Joe Hayden. They're rolling coverage over. They're somewhat letting Hayden play free safety. And they're using Minka Fitzpatrick as the other corner, daring you to try to go deep so he could lock in on you, almost like the Ravens did with Ed Reed. So when they fell for that bait, Pierre, Cam Sutton, and Minka them, they're like, all right, we can't get the ball. We're just going to start blasting your wide receiver right at the point of they're ready to catch it. And guess what? Hmm. 23 unanswered points, basically. That's the Steelers. And we dropped 17 on you in the fourth. Thing, things happen. That should not have happened if you're a Buffalo fan. And guess what? This is why I keep telling people. 
I'm so glad everybody's wrote my Steelers off. We're going to be that team that just sneaks in, and then about time we're really ready to compete, all that momentum is going to make it real hard because you know what our defense is going to do to you. At least what they're going to try to do. Your defense needs to grow together too. Oh, yeah. I'm saying just like the bronze defense needs to grow together, the Steelers defense needs to grow together and get and improve. Yeah, honestly, come on. Stuff on to it is out. That's why I figured they were going to run at Chris Wormley. But they were stupid. They kept letting us off the hook. Um, we'll go to another another game, another question. Are the San Francisco 49ers for real, or was this just the Detroit game? It was the Detroit oh, oh wait, game. Or should I say the Detroit game where Jared Goff is throwing the ball 57 times? Detroit Speaking is of actually, teams that need a running game, but yeah. But Detroit <laughs> is a running game away from being a nuisance. Because there's no way they should have came back on San Fran like that. I'll tell you what, though. Jimmy Garoppolo's like, you're going to take my job, man. <laughs> so I'm trying to take my job, homie. <laughs> stay, stay, on, stay on the bench, Trey Lance. You can't have my can't, can't have the helmet. Can't have my Captain C. Can't have nothing. Garoppolo, <laughs> I guess you finally heard. Leave the porn stars alone and worry about us. Oh, porn star Jimmy. Um, <laughs> uh, Chicago and L.A., right? Are the, Ram, are the Rams real, or do they need more tests to prove this? Because, you know, Chicago is not exactly the litmus test that everybody go, shoots for. The Rams' running game gets more consistent. Oh, my goodness. They could be dangerous? No. They're going to be Super Bowl champs. Uh, let's see. They had Daryl Henderson Jr., 16 carries, 70 yards, but he had a touchdown. But Matt Stafford, 20-26, 321, three touchdowns, no picks. He only took one sack, too. And that's that's a big difference from his Detroit days since we just talked about Detroit. And that looked like Matt Stafford coming out of college. Georgia, fresh out of Georgia, Matt Stafford. Yeah, that roll. Oh, he killed God. He really made that. I mean, only thing that he did wrong on that real long pass, he may have put an ounce of too much air on it. Because mm-hmm. if that ball would get there a second sooner, he caught that receiver in full stride. And he wouldn't have had to run the opposite way to score. Now, granted, the the Rams have nobody, nobody that is Calvin Johnson, right? But mm. if you can take Cooper Cup and a little bit of Van Jefferson and a little bit of Tyler Higby and a little bit of Robert Woods and, you know what, a little dash, a little sprinkle of Deshaun Jackson and use them all as your quote-unquote Calvin mm. Johnson, that could make the Rams super scary. Could make them really in the NFC Championship game, if not the Super Bowl. And where most defenses lack in the middle of the field, and they kept stretching Chicago's linebackers deep. And at the last second, they would hit Cooper Cup underneath. And next thing you know, you got an over aggressive wide receiver mm-hmm. trying to truck DBs and safeties with no linebacker help. The Rams has got to keep their, you know, keep their momentum going, keep, keep advancing their offense. Don't get, you know, stagnant and, you know, stay healthy. That's why I cannot wait th- for Arizona Rams. I'm saying, that's that's going to be a That's problem. been the Rams' main problem, health. So Arizona and, and Rams. And Matt Stafford, I should say, since it's his first year there. Uh, you know what? Speaking of the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, actually the Cardinals game. I know you went off on a tangent last week, but try to <laughs> dial it back a little bit. Tennessee offense a fluke game or is this a, the the future future teller? I told y'all what it was. Everybody said I'm tripping. I that defense is innately flawed, 
And if you cannot put that high-powered offense on the field, you might as well just have God Almighty. Say the Falcons. Yikes. That's what they were. <laughs> they were the Falcons. And guess what? I'm not kidding. It's going to get worse. Arizona, or think about it, they're redoing their front three. Mm-hmm. And they got five sacks off on probably, what, the third best left tackle in the league? Hey. I mean, Chandler just put LeJuan in his back pocket and said, stay here while I have fun. I seen something about LeJuan said. Uh, he even tweeted it. He, like, I sucked this game or something like that. He yeah. basically said, what I did in the offseason ain't working. I got to go back to the board because Chandler just schooled me and schooled me bad. Um, I will say this, though, before we go to uh, jump in a couple of disappointments for the week. Everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people believe Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, even Cincinnati coming up. Best division. Not the, the NFC West is undefeated. Arizona, win. Mm-hmm. Seattle, win. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, win. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Jimmy G, porn star Jimmy, as you call him, win. Mm-hmm. That, that's the division to watch. That is the interesting division to watch. <laughs> and that's why I said if the Rams get a running game, they're going to demolish Tampa Bay because the one weakness Tampa Bay got, mm-hmm. and I keep telling people no one believes me, they could be blocked one-on-one in their front four. Now, if you could block that front four, now you just got to avoid the blitz with the linebacker. Mm-hmm. So if you hit them with a swing pass when they were in an all-out blitz, like it's, it's going to – the Rams is the scariest team in the league now because you know why? Once that running game get jailed, I don't know who's going to want to play them because that defense with a rest. Um, sticking to NFC real quick, jumping to disappointments. NFC North. Nobody won a game, but the only one that stood out the most, because we talked about the Saints a little bit, the Green Bay Packers, three points. Three. We so good, and everybody know it, and got punched square in the mouth, and then when you said don't do it again, they hit you with a four-piece and said, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now well, I'm coming with a 12-piece. I'm just saying, like, that was not – Aaron Rodgers. That was that was some other dude. That was not the Green Bay defense. That was somebody. I, what was that game, man? He had, Rodgers had 133 yards, two picks. Obviously, no touchdowns because they didn't score three points. The defense is just giving up dinks and dunks and everything to Jameis. The 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 running game. What running game? Did they have a running game? Again, when paper tells you you're the baddest mf'er on the block. Mm-hmm. And then they can prove it to you. You're the baddest MF on the block. Guess what happens? You get blown out by the team that was predicted to finish last. Mm-hmm. They got Jameis Winston. They don't know, but they, Jameis Winston can't do it. And Taysom Hill probably take over in the second half. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, AJ Dillon had 19 yards. That was the Packers leading rusher. Okay. 19 rushing yards. I'm not saying they're a rushing team because they're obviously not. They got Aaron Rodgers. But 
if he got 19 yards and Rodgers got 133, you're and not the, you're not the winning. Part, the Packers are going to be good this year. But they're going to be good. That's what I'm saying. Is this just a one week thing, and that's the disappointment, or no? Is it okay? Every it, time they lose, it's going to come from a team with something to prove, but it's going to be the like when they played Arizona and the Rams, mm-hmm. teams like that. Oh, it's quite possible it's going to come up again. Again, these teams are playing to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is playing to see, to seal his legacy, it seems. Right. Not to get that Super Bowl. I'll say this, though, because I'm not going to put all the blame on Aaron Rodgers. What do you do in the offseason, Jason, as a team? You get your guys ready. You practice. And you, you practice. Jail. You practice. You you gel together. You get that chemistry together. You, you game plan, and you game plan specifically – for week one, because you know you set up a bunch of players exactly what you want to do. Matt LaFleur. They would have been keep, better off getting keep, rid of Rodgers. Keep playing around, man. You're you going to find yourself on the out <laughs> if you have more games like You yesterday. act like you're going to get fired after one game like you USC's coach. <laughs> oh, man. Keep it the hot topics. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, that's not the Green Bay Packers. I don't know who that was, but that's not the Green Bay Packers. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. To it's me, the, okay, for me, to me, that's not the Packers I know. You know what? You know what? All right, you're right. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers that everybody told you that Buffalo was going to get yesterday. Mm-hmm. All that great defense with an over-the-hill, washed up, trying to save his glory quarterback. They got the Pittsburgh Steelers that the Bills were supposed to get. Um, Too bad New Orleans treated them like they were the Rams. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to blend this. A uh, surprise disappointment. Two surprise disappointments, okay? Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, 58 rushing yards. Huh. I know what you say about Tennessee, but Derrick Henry got to give me more than 58 rushing yards, man. Okay. And... Surprise disappointment number two. I know you you sticking on this Titans going to be terrible thing. But Saquon Barkley, 27 total yards. Come on, man. Saquon you, shouldn't have been playing till game four. You going to go where he shouldn't have been playing. I'm going with get him more involved. Saquon should have been practicing more than he should have been playing. Perhaps. But if he's out there and he can go because he was going – I, I need him to get the ball a little bit more because he's not I just ready. I just don't have the faith in Daniel Jones that perhaps that's, perhaps Dave Gettleman has. <laughs> well, that's why I said he should have been out there because Daniel Jones is not going to protect him because Daniel Jones is trying to protect himself. He had ten touches for twenty six yards and one catch for one yard. I, I why was he even out there? E- either either you use him and use him correctly. Now, whether they can't use him correctly, that's the other question. Or let, let him sit. He shouldn't have been out there. My thing is, is Denver. Denver's a tough team defensively. But he could have got more than 27, 20 yards. And, but guess what? Denver was waiting on it. Mm-hmm. They wanted things. They wanted to hit him. Um, so, if you're going to protect him, why playing? Uh, week one, right? Mm-hmm. Talked about it in the open. You have a way, way too early week one MVP favorite. 
Uh, I can yeah. give you, I can give you two. Go ahead. All right. Put crown in Tom Brady. He's going to get too many best shots from these secondaries. So quit saying he's going to do this. Listen, you don't know. Uh, if Tom Brady wins MVP at 44, that is it, like you're already like the best. I don't know how I could say you're the best or best. <laughs> like you're already like the top notch. How can you, you can't get topper? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my point exactly. He gets. I agree. Tom Brady can stay consistent longer than any other athlete and quarterback have has ever done it. He's proven it. But my MVP right now, man, I hate to say it, Matt. Matt who? Rams. Matt Stafford. He has the team. Oh, because you scared me a little bit. I thought you was thinking Ryan. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Matt Stafford. Like, it's twenty to twenty six, three twenty one and three touchdowns. And he sucked. That game, that was average. Cause he, he, yeah, he honestly could have played better. Yeah, you like he, he was great, and he could still play better. And you can so see some it, of the plays he was. He so was looking at the coach like, "Did I do this right?" I was saying, so if he plays better, the Rams could be. You know, you, you talking about the 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 uh, the old St. Louis Rams days, the the scary on the turf days, possibly the greatest show on turf, <laughs> right? 2.5 is about to hit because I'm telling you, when that running game get going and you got to worry about play action. Oof. Um, I'll give you another one, at least for week one. Kyler Murray. I, I, I used to hate on him just for jokes because, you know, because I wasn't I wasn't a big Kyler Murray friend. I wasn't a fan of him when he was at Oklahoma, but kid, kid had 289 and four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown on his own. I mean, he accounted for five touchdowns in, the, in that beatdown to Tennessee. He's the scariest quarterback in the league to me right at this point to me. And then, like, did any of the skill position guys really, like, get off, get off? Like, they, like they, I said, they, he's they spread, the I'm saying they spread it around a little bit, and that could be a problem, man. Because once they all sync up, mm-hmm. you know what DeAndre want to do? He just want to put – Everybody on a poster, right? And but, don't say nothing to you. But the problem is, as soon as okay, I took DeAndre Hopkins out of the game. Damn, Chris and Kirk just got open. Mm-hmm. I take Chris and Kirk out of the game. Damn, AJ Green just got open. Mm-hmm. Okay, AJ Green ain't gonna do nothing. Rondell Moore just got open. Mm-hmm. Arizona could be a scary team to see this year. The only difference between them and the Rams, they don't have the running back. To put that outright complete dog fear into you, mm-hmm. the Rams do. Them two, I would say the Rams is one A, the Cardinals are one C. Um, before we get out of here, let's do the uh, what we doing every week. What's your fandom? If you didn't, you never heard this show before. We started a new thing last week on uh on our first couple episodes of What's Your Fandom. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, a fandom could be anything. Uh, Jason, for this week, what's your fandom? All right, had to think about it long and hard. My fandom is our fans. Thank you. Yeah, man. For us being out for three years and what I saw happening on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, thank y'all very much. Very much. 
the, the rise is coming back on the social media networks, yeah. on the platforms. Please follow us. Mm-hmm. We are, we're not going to be people who sit up here and, well, I did it on my own. I pulled up my bootstraps nah. and fight got. No, we know who's behind us. We appreciate you. Let us know. Get on us. Let us know how we can deliver more of what you want. Exactly. Not less of what you want to hear. Because, you know, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do shows for ourselves sometimes and just talk about whatever we want to. But if you want to hear something, you know, let yeah. us know. We'll take suggestions. We'll, we'll talk about what, what we need to be talking about. Um, Phantom for me this week. Last, I want to say last Thursday, PlayStation Showcase. Ooh, man. <laughs> I am a big gamer. Love my PlayStation 5. Yes, I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin. Uh, PlayStation Showcase, Shout out to man. my daughter. They show games we knew about, like Guardians of the Galaxy. So some gameplay yeah. that look pretty good, especially when you, you know, get to fly to Milano and everything. But, you know, they show some heavy hitters. Now, granted, we knew about Grand Theft Auto Five. That was coming, but they, you know, expanded on that a lot for the next gen for PlayStation 5 and, and uh, Xbox Series X. But Knights of the Old Republic for Star Wars fans, remade for PS5, big, big, big deal. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves. If you have never played the Uncharted games, get this collection. I guarantee it will be some of the best things you've ever played. I've never played it. I, I, might, I bought it for look, my son. Look, I might buy the Legacy of Thieves collection for you. It's that good. Because if, if they're combining all the Uncharted titles together in one, you know, one bundle, one package, get it. <laughs> you need this. Put this in your life. Put it in your veins. You know what I saw that can't... Ooh, it stays in my veins. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Grant to me, Turismo 7 coming out, I want to say March. Fantastic. I'm not even a racing fan, but that game looks hold on. Let me take, real. Hold on, let me take this from you. They knocked it out the park. I was dead asleep on my couch and got woken up by a 19-year-old who about to be 20 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dad, dad, dad. Oh, man. Oh my God, Dad! <laughs> I'm like, man, if you don't get away from me about some racing game, but then you seen it, and I was like, oh boy, like is that a car from a picture? Is that that? No, that's that's the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's what shocked me because I'm like, that's not. I'm saying that's not a live video. That's, that's not, not a photograph. So when they, he said, Dad, you're complaining, talking about why am I showing you someone racing? He said, No, that's a game, and I'm like, Oh. Man, they definitely did their work on this one. Yeah. They definitely did their work on this one. Speaking of doing work, Insomniac Games, man, the Wolverine game, the Spider-Man 2 game with Miles Morales and Peter Parker and, surprise, Venom. Wow. hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which, by the way, if you watch the trailer, the, the voice sounds a lot like Kraven, so... He's in it. I Two Spider-Mans versus Craven with Venom in there. I don't know if you are you fighting Venom. Is Venom on your side? I don't know. It's because you know the, the 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 voice said I need somebody to give me that hunt, and you know Venom responded with Yes, we will, and you know just excitement. Yeah, excitement. If you've seen anything 
related to Spider-Man 2 in the last, what, four or five days, excitement. Yes. That trailer was fantastic. Speaking of the fantastic trailers, and this will be the last one we go out on, God of War Ragnarok. Jason, I know you're a big Kratos fan. Two things I want you to know about this, though. Even, even though you already played the God of War 2018 one. I did, too. But apparently Ragnarok, you know, Ragnarok wasn't me. It's the end of, you know, everything. Apparently, this is not going to be a trilogy. Trilogy. This will be the end of the Norse story. And I've already seen things like they could end up going to Egypt. They could end up going to Japan. But Ragnarok, Thor, Odin, all types of Norse mythology coming together for one final, you know, one final bang. And Hold on. Didn't they tell you in hell? Hmm. He's not supposed to be here. Why are you here? Yeah. Who are you avoiding? And they said when they found out you here, oh, they kicking your ass out. Man, that that game is going to be – you know what? All of these games are going to be special. Because, yeah, you have your yearly games. You know, your yeah. Madden, your 2K, your Call of Duty, your Yeah, you know the stuff I'll never touch. Stop it. But I'm going to say, you have your good yearly games. But if you're a PlayStation owner and you have Gran Turismo 7 and you have – Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, and you have Knights of the Old Republic, and you have Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, and uh, you have Horizon Forbidden West coming up. You have literally all the great exclusives that anybody wants, unless you absolutely love Forza and Halo and, you know, stuff well, like here, that. Well, here, let me tell you how... And there's nothing against those games. Yeah. I, it's just, I prefer to have these exclusives as opposed to those exclusives. Well... You ready for this one? Let's start. I did save a bomb for you. What bomb you got? I bought my son a PS5 when it came out. Right. He had the first day edition. Mine's will be here Friday. Oh, man. Because after seeing that, God of War <laughs> Ragnarok, <laughs> that thing won't be open until that game is in my possession. Oh, you going to open it because there's, there's a lot of great stuff for you to experience. But... That'll do it for show number three, episode three of Cleveland Fandom Podcast. You can follow the Cleveland Fandom Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at CLE Fandom Pod. You can follow Jason Roberts at? At Kratos Lives. And I just want to let everybody know you enjoy what you're hearing. Please go to Apple Podcasts and, and give us a good rating. But we are now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Until next time, let us know what's your fandom. <laughs>